Hey, greetings to all the patriotic Americans. This is Colonel Allen West, and you're listening to Arms Room Radio. And stand at attention when I'm talking. Hey everyone, this is Mike from Arms Room Radio. Do you have a CERT SIRT laser training pistol? If you don't have a CERT laser training pistol from Next Level Training, then you're wrong and probably ISIS. But you don't have to take my word for it, but you better listen to what Major Bill has to say. This is Major Bill, the Chief Law Enforcement Officer of Arms Room Radio. Do you want to get your daily trigger pulls in? The CERT laser training pistol is how you get your daily trigger pulls in. Get one now at nextleveltraining.com or you're just not a real American. That's nextleveltraining.com. Tell them the guys from Arms Room Radio sent you. America! Arms Room Radio, live from the Ideal Conceal Cell Phone Pistol Studios, with Mike, Kevin, and Earl, concealed carry, gun safety, the law, the latest gear, and more. You'll get it all right here, and you can connect with the guys at armsroomradio.com. Tweet, message, email, snap, or mind meld with them right now. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast, and around the world. Now, here's Mike Sahat. Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Ideal Conceal Cell Phone Pistol Studios, location Bravo. Uh, my name is Mike. I will be uh, guiding you through the program here for the next two hours today. I promise to bring you all things gun, all the gun time. I do not do the show by myself, though, so let me go around the room real quick and introduce you to my fellow compatriots. On my right is the right-hand man, the great-great-great-great-great-great-great-grandson of Daniel Boone. Please welcome him back. His name is Earl. Oh, good to be back. Good to be back. How are you doing today, sir? How are things in the uh, in the world of Earl? Doing well. Keeping busy. That's good. Um, um, any, uh, what's the furthest you drove away this week? For, from, uh, from How many miles did you drive in one direction away from your, your port of origin? Let's go that way. Oh, how, how far away? Yeah, well, how far away did you get from the, from the, uh, the, what is it called, the terminal? Yeah, the terminal. I probably stay within the 100 air miles. Okay. Right. But I did a lot of miles inside that radius that's the second question yeah. how many miles do you think you drove this week <laughs> oh i i don't keep a running total uh my record so far in <laughs> one you, with the dot yeah yeah, yeah. you write in the book uh, yeah, let me see your logbook <laughs> <laughs> uh, i i still remember you know that that one time major bill i i, I think i've seen a photo of major bill in yeah. uniform yep personally i've never even seen him in uniform but that one time he was in studio with us yep. he's like let me see your logbook. <laughs> I, I, oh, 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 wait a minute. That's right. He's, he's just pulling my chain. He's pulling it. Ah, that's, right. that's, that, that's, the, that's the worst thing you can say to a truck driver. Let me see a logbook. Well, what would you say but, is uh, your, your record-breaking week? Uh, in the city, in a tractor trailer, in one day, 230 miles. That's a bunch because it's not like you're driving straight through. You know, Dude, you, you got, Yeah, that's stop and go yeah. traffic. and I mean, you know, typically there's, there's highway from you know our terminal is outside of Orlando mm-hmm. and driving into Orlando you know yeah. in, on the yeah. toll roads and everything and then now I'm down on the surface streets and I'm spending all day stop and go traffic yeah that's a that's a bunch oh yeah that's a bunch you know yeah. we uh, we would drive around town a lot uh, and uh, you know 100 would be a, would be a busy day you know but uh, we were taking breaks and you know, <laughs> roughing people up yeah. and violating yeah. their rights. I'll and, say, and and th- and this is all without an automatic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's that's yeah. 
<laughs> yeah. So that big, you don't have the, you don't have the, uh, the old big rig, you know, uh, the air controls on the gear shift. You just. Oh, I do. Yes. My, my truck. I've, I've got an older one. That oh, has that. We God. do. Oh, we gotcha. do have some that, that are automatic. Yeah. I do not have one. Where's that? I, dri- where's I, that driver that needs a lesson? He gets that old truck, don't he? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, I, I like mine. You know, they you know, the, it, it's going in for an oil change. You're like, well, hurry up. I'm tired of driving this new stuff. I want to drive my old one. Yeah, that old one. They got no, uh, no governors on them. Well, it's, it's got a governor, <laughs> but it doesn't have a camera. It doesn't <laughs> have you radar. Go. There you go. It, it, it doesn't tell me what it's going to do. I tell it. There you go. Very nice. Very nice. Uh, hey, normally on the left would be the courtroom assassin, the legal ninja, maximum effort uh, attorney Kevin Maxwell. Yeah, uh, hilarious, hilarious. Normally, we, we we always know, even if it's if it's he's with a client, mm-hmm. you know, we know. Uh, this is today's one of those days where uh, I'm you know waiting for him to walk in the door. You know, you yeah, know, no telling. Listen, so uh, we'll check him out on break. We'll go see if we can find where he is. He might be out in the parking lot, stuck. You know, <laughs> just forgot what he was doing here. <laughs> just what am I doing here again? I don't know. I don't know. What's going on? Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> Got to go inside. You know, his phone just may have stopped ringing, and he decided he's going to take a nap. <laughs> Listen, at 160 years old or whatever he is, you get to take naps if you want to. Yeah, I couldn't blame him. So, he's a uh, he's a uh, whereabouts unknown. We'll find out for you soon enough. So, uh, interesting week going on in in the world. Uh, you know, we're gonna we're gonna get you some uh, some good gun stories here. Let's see let's see if I can hit the highlights here real quick on the, on what we're gonna be talking to you about. Um, you know, I love when we get these kind of stories. Um, somebody else's opinion, you know, not ours. <laughs> yeah. Uh, on uh, great handguns for carry, and this is, I think, what this one is great midsize handguns to concealed carry. Mm-hmm. And, like they're running out of topics. Like you know, first it was, you know, great handguns that are uh, silver in color. You know, yeah, exactly. So we'll, we'll we'll take a look at that. We'll do that. Um, uh, I also saw a critique on best hunting rifle ammo not so much the uh, the type of ammo but the caliber itself oh yes yes so so we'll get into that we'll do we'll do a little hunting talk in fact uh, may wait till uh, we get um, our guest on because yeah he's a, he's a hunter he's okay a, he's a hunter so we'll do that we've got uh, mr uh, uh, matt mallory joining us you know him he's an instructor he's uh, going to be joining us later today he's got some classes coming up in florida uh also going to get some talk to him about uh, some new legislation in new york uh you know some training issues so we'll have fun with matt when he's on uh, that'll that'll be nice. That'll be later today in the program. Uh, bottom of this hour, three thirty ish, I think. I think, okay. we're, I think we're gonna gonna get to talk to Matt sooner or later. Yep, yep, yep. We uh, we're gonna talk to you a little bit about uh, veterans that that come out as uh, anti Second Amendment. You see this this about that time of year where you see it. You start getting close to the election, and you know one one side, and you can always guess. You know which side has has the majority of the military on their sides with them, and then you get, uh, then you get the uh, you know the small minority that's uh, you know leaning towards the more liberal side, uh, the former or the veterans or former military personnel, and, and and just opinions on those guys. You know, and these are, hey, listen, they're people that have sold their soul basically. You know, uh, yeah. you, know you know. So we're we're gonna talk on we're gonna talk about them. We're gonna call them out a little bit. Um, we got a credit card company out there that's decided that uh, they don't want to play with uh, with you if you want to make a donation towards, you know, gun rights causes, right wing causes, uh, uh, you know, uh, supporting those that have, you know, used firearms in self defense. We're going to talk to you about that. So we got we get that one coming up as as well. Um, 
if we get Major Bill, he's uh, there's there's some storms brewing down where he is. Oh, I thought uh, maybe he was just out violating rights again. Oh, he probably is. I mean, there's always time for that. Yeah, there's there's always time for that. But um, uh, he's gonna, he's going to talk to us a little bit about qualified immunity for police officers. Yes. So so going to give us a little bit little bit of conversation about that. Um, New Jersey. New Jersey's in the news again, you know, with the uh, gun uh, gun laws as far as a uh, magazine capacity, and I guess there was a company that was, uh, well, well, we'll find out when we get to the story whether it was uh, on purpose or inadvertent, got some uh, some high capacity magazines into the state of New Jersey, and how the state of New Jersey has responded to that. Uh, so you know we got some some, some all around we got some all around good stuff that we'll be uh, we'll be doing. Okay, we'll, 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 we will be. Uh, yeah, it's New Jersey. I'm I'm waiting to if it's going to be. You know, a surprising topic, or oh yeah, okay, it's New Jersey. Yeah, yeah, and, it's, and that's usually usually what it ends up being. Usually, what it ends up being. So we, we can um, we can uh, explore New Jersey. You know, well, maybe we'll see if we get uh, what's his name, uh, the uh, the the chief executive director of uh, New Jersey Second Amendment Society there, Mr. Alexander Rubian. Maybe, ah. we'll, maybe we'll save it for second hour. We'll get Alejandro. 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 So. So let's uh, let's see how that works out. Um, hey, you're listening to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from Ideal Concealed Cell Phone Pistol Studios. Stick around. We'll be back after the break. Tech Sub-2000 semi-automatic rifle is sure to arouse your curiosity, not just because it's foldable and adjustable, but because it can take most popular handgun magazines. So in that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, curiosity turns to pure adrenaline. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See more at keltecweapons.com. Ever want to accessorize your tactical rifle? Then you want the tactical excellence of GunTech USA. GunTech, a family-owned and operated manufacturer of tactical accessories for AR-15, AR-10, and AK-47 style rifles. For nearly three decades, GunTech USA has been producing the finest quality pistol grips, rail systems, scope mounts, slings, compensators, flash hiders, handguards, iron sights, and more. Check online at GunTechUSA.com to see their vast selection of parts and accessories and to locate a dealer near you. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or you have it done, when customizing your tactical rifle, insist on tactical excellence. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment and friends of Arms Room Radio. Check them out online today at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. GunTechUSA. Defining tactical excellence for over 26 years. Went up to the clubhouse Boundary for the, uh, Oak Distillery. Do you love bourbon? Like, Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you love whiskey? Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you love America? Boundary Oak Distillery. Then you'll love Boundary Oak Distillery. With names like Patton Armored Diesel, Sinful 69, and Lincoln Straight Bourbon. You can't go wrong. Boundary Oak Distillery. Located in the hills of central Kentucky, Boundary Oak Distillery is the first licensed distillery in Hardin County since Prohibition. Boundary Oak Distillery. Boundary Oak Distillery is a proud supporter of military service members and their families. 
Boundary Oak Distillery. Learn more today about Boundary Oak Distillery and where you can get some at BoundaryOakDistillery.com. That's BoundaryOakDistillery.com. Boundary Oak Distillery. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. I'm Alan Gottlieb, founder of the Second Amendment Foundation. When someone says, we don't need that kind of gun, remind them the Founding Fathers determined what rights our Constitution should protect. There's a world of difference between rights and needs. It is not the function of government to tell us what we need or what we don't. Certainly no one needs an assault rifle or a Saturday Night Special, or for that matter, no one needs a Corvette with a high-capacity horsepower engine capable of speed to 150 miles per hour. 30 seconds. 30 seconds. You have the right of choice. You have the right to read books others don't like. You have the right to listen to any radio program we choose. You have the right to dress the way we want to. We also have the right to own firearms of our choice. So the next time someone tells you, you don't need something, tell them. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. Join the Second Amendment Foundation today so that this message and our Bill of Rights might live. Call 425-454-7012. That's 425-454-7012. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Ideal Concealed Cell Phone Pistol Studios. If you want to talk to the guys, go to armsroomradio.com and find out how. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast and around the world. Now, here's Mike. The following segment of Arms Room Radio is brought to you by Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you like bourbon? Do you like America? Then you'll like Boundary Oak Distillery. Go to BoundaryOakDistillery.com to learn more. Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Ideal Concealed Cell Phone Pistol Station. Station? Station? Yeah, close enough. I guess we could be a station. Right? <laughs> we're a studio station. Well, we're on a station. We're on, we're on, we're on we're 25 and 30 several. stations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, location Bravo, though. So we'll, we'll stick with that. We'll stick with that. So we're, we'll, we'll go there. We'll go there. Um, hey, still, uh, still no update as to where uh, Kevin Maxwell is. So if you've seen him and you, uh, he's in your sights right now, Sorry, are you sent- give us a call. Is this, is this a bolo? This is a this is a bolo APB looking for <laughs> looking for uh, Mr. Maxwell, Maxwell, Maxwell. Is that Maxwell, 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 Maxwell? Uh, so if you see uh, Mr. Uh, Axel Foley out there, give him a call. I mean, Kevin Maxwell out there, <laughs> give us a call. So, yeah. <laughs> my name is Tavi. Uh, let's see here. We were talking about uh, one of the stories we're going to give you is a. Uh, Firearms, and I love listen, We love the firearm stories, you know. Of course, because that's who we are. We're all things gun, all the gun time. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Uh, but uh, I, I get to the point where I see some of these surveys, Earl, and I'm like, oh boy, can't yeah. wait to read what this guy has to say. Who did they talk to about this one? <laughs> uh, story? We're talking about. Uh, you can, if you want to follow along, it's in Outdoor Life, which I thought was the name of the Boy Scouts magazine. Was uh, it not the name of the Boy Scouts, Boy Scouts magazine? Outdoor I don't know. Life. Maybe. I, I, so Maybe that's where it started, and maybe it's trying to distance itself now. Could be. Could be. Five great mid-sized handguns for concealed carry and self-defense. Okay. Well, I, first off, I think if, uh, if you're carrying concealed carry, it's for self-defense. It's not for comfort. You know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's, you know, every, everybody that comes in and says, you know, it, 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 this, this thing hurts. It's a pain in the butt. And they're like, well... One thing to keep in, just keep in the back of your mind, it's not necessarily going to be comfortable yeah. 
It's comforting. Well, there you go. Knowing you can defend yourself. That's a bumper sticker right there. We're gonna put. You know what? That's that's the next shirt. That's the next shirt. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Arms room radio. Yeah, it's it. not comfortable. It's, it's comforting. comforting. I like it. I like it. Oh, that could go in so many different directions. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hopefully it's. Uh, no, I can't even say that. Can't even say that. FCC. FCC. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Exactly right. Got to be careful. Uh, let's see. So these mid-sized pistols are ideal for duty and concealed carry. And if Kevin was here, he would have said, you said duty. Yeah. So, uh-huh. well, you know, he might be a lawyer, but he's still 12 <laughs> years old. <laughs> and he just would have beaten us to the punch. Yeah, yeah, we all, yeah. We're all thinking it. He just <laughs> said it. Uh, let's see. Nothing weathers the shifting trends in the handgun market better than the compact carry pistol, pistol and for good reason. Mid-sized pistols are ideally sized for filling both duty and concealed carry roles. Earl, we're talking about mid-sized pistols. What are we talking about? Uh, First one that comes to your mind. Glock 19. Glock 19. And, and, and I'll admit it, I'm a Glock guy. Yeah. I don't advocate it's the end-all, be-all. I just found it works very well for me. Yeah. I, I do like quite a few of the ones that are on this list. I love how they made uh, they came up with the size parameters of the uh, the first one on the list, the six hour P three twenty. Yes. They let me let me get here to where I can I don't want to misquote it. Uh, a couple of instructors at the Six Hour Academy were deciding they wanted to come up with a new platform, you know, different sizes. Uh, one instructor was holding the field stripped X five grip. Right. While the other one just simply eyeballed it and took a hacksaw to it, <laughs> to where it would uh, accept a 15-round, the smaller magazine of the P320. Yes. And then, while still holding it, chopped the dust cover down to where it was flush with a subcompact slide. There you go. Here's the base model. All right, engineers, make it look decent. There you go. Do your thing. <laughs> yeah. Do your thing. <laughs> like, all right, make yeah. it this big. It looks like crap, but it got the job done. Yeah, and now, and now if I'm the bosses over at Sig, I'm like, guys, you couldn't do that on one of the foam training pistols. <laughs> you, had, you had to go off on one of our actual guns. <laughs> That's one of the perks of being an employee. <laughs> yeah, just grab another one off the assembly line. Yep. So first one here we have is the Sig P320, the and that's the X Compact RX, because with Sigs there's you, yeah, when you say, I don't know when you say, what yeah. the when you say Glock 19, are, yeah. you know what a Glock 19 is. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And if I want to talk about the longer one, the, the longer Glock 19, that'd be the Glock 17. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. Whereas Sig has got the, uh, well, that's the XRX model, not the XLRX model, which is the, <laughs> huh? that one, well, that one, comes, this one prints black and white, that one prints color. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. There's all kinds of stuff. So, SIG, uh, the P320, uh, the, uh, again, the X-Compact RX. This is a, listen, if you're a SIG guy, this is your oh, gun. Yeah. This is your gun. Uh, and there's nothing wrong with SIGs. Um, I don't want to be near you if you drop one. Uh, well, uh, that, that's, that, that's something that will come out later on, but the, they, they finally fixed that. And one of the things I want to back up a little bit, and one of the things we didn't cover, when we're talking mid-size carry pistol, they're all going to be, pretty close in the same dimensions. I mean, you know, quarters of quarters or eighths of an inch difference here and there. But typically, they all will have a 15-round mag capability. Yes. You know, 15 plus one. So if, if something – and it, it, I liken it, and, and I'm going back to my personal favorite of a Glock 19. It's small enough 
that you can conceal it fairly easily. Uh, I'm, I'm a bigger guy, uh, you know, 6'2", 200 plus pounds, and in shorts and a t-shirt, I can cover up a Glock 19 sufficiently, but then also it is big enough that I would have no hesitations in jumping in a multi-day pistol class firing hundreds of rounds through it. I can, you know, I, I can get a good grip on it. I can handle it. Uh, I, I personally, I love a Glock 43. A, I think they call it the slim frame. It's, it's a super compact pistol in my personal opinion. Hey, let's do this one day 300 round pistol class. Yeah, no. <laughs> uh-uh. You know, can I bring my 19? Yeah, okay, I'm in. Yeah, 43? Yeah, yeah, no. Uh-uh. Yeah, no. yeah. I'm good. I'm good. Yeah, and like I said, there's. Glock has done with, with the 43X now, I think it is. And that just gives you the longer grip. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's the same, um, same size slide, longer grip. Uh, they, the, they've come out with a few different ones to where they're. You know, a, a 19 slide size and a 17 frame size. Uh, uh, yeah. For the most part, they're okay. all different identifiers and numbers, so you yeah. know. Yeah. I think maybe the 30S and the 43X are the only two because those were basically combinations of different guns put together. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then we have the, the 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 military one that they did. The, the 19X. Yes, the X. Yes, there we go. Uh, let's see what else we have here. Um, we're giving you the 19. You, you know where we feel on yeah. 19. Here's a new one, and this one's getting a lot. This one's pretty popular. This one's moving pretty good. The Springfield Armory Hellcat, and that's the OSP. Oh, yeah. uh, this is a compact double-stack pistol. Uh, it's, um, I'm sorry, when a compact double-stack pistol is too large, the new class of pistol known as micro-compacts are a good compromise. Now, I, you know, this is not a micro-compact as far as I'm concerned. This is a micro-compact I think of as a, as a, a Ruger LCP, a Glock 42. Um, this is a mid-sized pistol. Right, uh, you know, it's at the bottom of mid-sized pistols. Yeah, it, it, yeah, it's, uh, it's the, definitely some of the smaller, yeah, smaller dimensions. Uh, it could it be carried on duty? Sure, it could in a holster. Sure, but this one is, this one I think is a little more ideal for concealed carry purposes. So, oh yeah. Um, next on the list here, we got the Walter Q4SF. Now this looks like a, and that's a steel frame, by the way, the SF, and, then the, and the, it's the new Q4 steel frame. Uh, it's a baby brother of the uh, competition model, the Q5 match steel frame. And this, this looks like, if you've never seen this one, it is like every other uh, uh, Walter out there. It's got that unique Walter uh, you know, swell, palm swell grip. Yeah. Um, and it's got the tall slide on it. Oh, yeah. Um, so it's, it's good. It's a different balance for a gun. It's a little more weight. It's a little, the, the sights sit higher from where, you're, uh, from where your trigger pull is. So it's, it's, a, it's an interesting gun. Um, this is one where we tell you, go try them on. You hear us tell you all oh, the time, yes, go try it on. Definitely. This may be it. All the guns you've held, you'll be like, I don't know, I just don't get it. I don't get it. This one, may, you might go, wow, I love how the high sights sit up on this. Mm-hmm. You know? uh, and then finally, we'll end up here with the, uh, with the number five. It's the M&P uh, Shield, M&P 9mm Shield. Now, there's a couple different versions of this. The one the story has given us is the, uh, the Shield DZ, and that's the one with the, uh, the squeeze cocker on the back. Yeah. And I know it's not a squeeze cocker, it's a safety. It's a grip safety. Yeah. And so it's, it's, much, it's much like you have on a, a 1911, but it looks like a, a lemon squeezer kind of thing. So. <laughs> it's large enough, man. Great guns, all great guns. In fact, uh, with our next guest joins us online, where the first question we're going to ask him, what's his daily mid-size uh, carry? 
Yeah. You're listening to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the Ideal Conceal Cell Phone Pistol Studios. Stick around. We'll be back after the break. Hey, everybody. This is Mike from Arms Room Radio. This is Kevin with Arms Room Radio. Need a lawyer? Need a gun? Need some legal advice? This is Earl with Arms Room Radio. You need some knowledge about firearms? Guess where you look. Make sure you check us out this week on Arms Room Radio, or you can check us out anytime at armsroomradio.com. If you miss it, you will never forgive yourself. Well, you might forgive yourself. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Ideal Conceal Cell Phone Pistol Studios. If you want to talk to the guys, go to armsroomradio.com and find out how. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast and around the world. Now, here's Earl. This segment of Arms Room Radio is brought to you by GunTech USA. For tactical excellence, check them out online at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Ideal Conceal, a cell phone pistol studio's location, Bravo. We hope you enjoyed your break. It was a good break. Good break for you, Earl? Yeah, good. I enjoyed it. It was a good break, a little short break. We'll get to the, I like the big break, about top of the hour, big break, top of the hour. It, it feels like there's a lot of time, but there's not. Exactly. The, the smaller breaks, I think I like the smaller breaks better. Uh, hey, on the line with us, we have a friend of the program here. You've, uh, you've heard him here several times before, uh, Mr. Matt Mallory. He's from PS&Ed. That's Public Safety and Education, PS&Ed. Matt, welcome back to the program. Hey, guys. How you been? Thanks for having me. Yeah, not too, not too bad. We've been doing pretty good. How is uh, how's things up there in the, uh, in, in the world of the Great White North? Excuse me, not the Great White North. In the, in the northern part of our country's gun laws. Uh, well, good if we didn't have a commie uh, governor here in the state. But other than that, you know, it's it's, uh, it's a beautiful state. You, you know, I I've I see uh, you know your governor Cuomo there on TV all the time. He looks like a great guy. He looks like a looks like he really is out for the people. <laughs> yeah, oh. he's he's only oh, out for the people loud. that uh, that'll vote for him. Everybody else can uh, move out of the state. He said that numerous times. Well, now he's asking for for him to come back. You know, you know. Come over for dinner. You know, I'll, I'll buy you a drink or something. You know, yeah. He's uh, he's, he's pretty ridiculous. Yeah, he's he's trying to buy uh, uh, he's trying to buy votes. This is exactly what you said, Matt. That's that's exactly what it seems like. He's he's yelling at the president. Don't come to town. He's uh, you know, it's just absolutely absolutely ridiculous the way this guy is uh, is is driving your state in uh, into uh, you know uh, the, the poorhouse, basically. Yep. Very much so, and then I, and then we've got our state pushing federal stuff where they're trying to sue the president for ghost guns, and and then the state's attorney generals sending letters out, cease and desist letters out to gun manufacturers that create ghost guns, eighty percent lowers and such, trying to you know tell them they can't sell to anybody in New York, and now we got this bill coming up. It's ridiculous. Let's uh, you pro- let me we'll jump to the bill in a moment. Uh, I can't wait until they send me a letter. I want the letter from her. I want to put it on the wall next to my California Department of Justice letter that says the same thing. I want that letter from her that says, uh, you, what I can't do in New York while I'm not in New York, she's going to tell me what yeah. I can and can't do in New York. I can't wait. Yep. I, want to, I, want to be on her, I want to be on her wall. <laughs> and just look at it and say, uh, okay. 
Uh, now let, let's let's talk this. Uh, we'll get to the legislation. Right You've got some training coming up. Let's uh, let's get this done because I want to talk to talk to you about the training. And then uh, we just sure. did a story last segment that where we talked about uh, about handguns. We want to get into that with you also. So hopefully you can stick around for a little bit. But tell us about the training you got coming up. Yeah, so 26th and 27th of September, so in a couple weeks, I'm going to be down there at the American Police Hall of Fame Museum doing the USCCA instructor course. So for anybody out there that's listening that's uh, thought about a second career or want to add to their current repertoire, then the United States Concealed Carry Association's Concealed Home Defense, Concealed Carry Home Defense Fundamentals training is what you want. You want that on your resume. And look it up, psned.com to register for it. Reach out to us, publicsafetyandeducation.com for the ones that don't like acronyms. <laughs> um, now, you guys will be uh, coming down to, to teach us down here. Now, USCCA, obviously, you know, top-notch organization. Uh, you know, you guys have been working with them for a while. This, this being the instructor course, is there prerequisite for people to get into this? Um, well, they've, they've got to be able to shoot. They don't have to shoot phenomenally, but they, they've got to be able to shoot. That's, that's one of the first things. There is a shooting qualification. It's about a two-hour on the range is what we'll be doing during the class. And more than anything, it's making sure that you can teach other people how to shoot, but I still want them to be able to shoot. Um, so that, that's the first step uh, as far as having other training or being able to, uh, to teach is definitely a good thing. Uh, people have had remedial where they haven't passed that weekend. So, you know, it's not for somebody who just picked up a gun last week, I would say. But somebody who's got uh, you know familiarity with firearms, they've done some courses, they've had a handgun in their hands for for some time, um, would be a good uh, next step for them. Something to this extent where the curriculum will really uh, really build it up for them. And there's an online component that they'd have to complete prior to um, next weekend, two weeks from now, course. So they, if they're, anybody's interested in it, they definitely need to jump on it ASAP because it's a it's a few quite a few hours online, probably about a half a day to a day's worth of online training they have to do before they could show up. Okay. Okay. So let's let's say that uh, you got somebody. Maybe they had their I don't know. Uh, you know the the basic concealed weapons course. Because remember, we don't have the uh, all the firearms owner courses right. like you have. The only time you have to take a course in right. in, in Florida is when you uh, is when you want to get your concealed weapons permit. And the concealed weapons mm -hmm. permit in Florida, under Florida law, requires you to shoot once. Just make yeah. sure you can pull the trigger once, and that can yep. be into a bucket of sand in Florida. So yep. let's say they've got that basic course, but they have some level of competence. They, these are people that go to yeah. the range. They shoot. They know the uh, they know the banging end from the uh, from the non-banging end of, of the <laughs> firearm. Good. Um, and and they and if they went and they did your uh, do the online portion and they're competent mm -hmm. enough, they could in theory walk into this course. Now listen, if they, it's not yeah. a gimme course. They're going to have to do the work and pass. But Correct. if they feel like they are competent enough and they are safe enough, they could come to this class. Most definitely. Yep, you you yeah, explained I, it very I, well. And and most importantly, they know to keep their booger picker off the bang switch. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, uh, that's 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 definite. Now, uh, you you had said something that kind of made me think. You were saying that they got to know the uh, the would you say the pokey end from the other end or something like that. Yeah. And it made me think of like <laughs> no New York politician should be passing laws because they have no clue what a gun is. Like they're they they think a fully semi-automatic assault rifle is a real thing, and that we know that's not the case. <laughs> Yeah, very true. Yeah, we try to break it down when we do classes in Florida because, listen, you see the Florida man stories. <laughs> <laughs> they, don't, they, they weren't born here. They moved here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I use Florida stories a lot. Florida man come from somewhere else. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, so but the banging end, yes, uh, and the non-banging end. 
Um, okay, that's good. That's good. So, how how many rounds do you, did you say you say you're doing like uh, two hours worth of shooting? How many rounds if the if it's a good uh, average student do you think they're putting down range during your class? It'd be about fifty rounds per per student. And like I said, the the major focus on it is we'll have a, a candidate teaching another candidate how to shoot in a stage range, and I'm watching the individual that's actually teaching and making notes on that and critiquing them. Um, so the, the person shooting needs the best qualification, but it's, pre, it's pretty easy qualification, so no, nobody should be too worried about that. Um, you know, if you can shoot, you can put holes in paper without hitting the uh, broadside of a barn or, you know, hitting the ceiling, then, then you can pretty much pass the shooting portion. It's more of a, can you teach somebody the fundamentals and look at things they're doing wrong and give them positive feedback and get them to get better? You, you know, this is a... A, a, quite a, uh, uh, it's it's not seen the same way in firearms as it's seen in other places. Else, people misconstrue this a lot. Where the the instructor, they believe that every instructor that teaches you um, is uh, is is a, is a crack shot, dead eye marksman. Listen, it's it's one of those skills. It's like uh, it's like golf. It's like uh, driving. It's like anything else. It's a practice skill. And if you don't do it, you lose you lose your proficiency at it. But there are plenty of instructors out there that instruct all day, every day, and don't get to put as many gun or bullets downrange as the student does. It's, it's, mm-hmm. I, I, use the, uh, I hate using the football analogy because I, I hate football at this point, but you know, Bill Belichick does not throw the football nearly as good as Tom Brady did, but he's a heck of a coach. He's a heck of a teacher. Right. Um, you know, and that's the same thing you want from a firearms instructor. Most definitely. You make a really good point there, and one of the things that I stress to my students is that it is a learned skill and a perishable skill, just like everything we do. When you first rode a bike, you sucked and you practice and practice, you got really good, you're popping wheelies, spinning the handlebars, jumping over things, riding with no hands, and you stop riding a bike for a while because you grow up, you become an adult, and then you decide to get on a bike again because you want to get in shape, you have kids, nieces, nephews, grandkids, whatever, and you end up with a hospital bill because it's a perishable skill. (laughs) So you got to practice, and I I even practice. I mean, that's one thing when, when I would highly suggest look for instructors who actually train. Just this past weekend, we had Jeff Gonzalez, retired Navy SEAL, up here. He did a two-day advanced pistol course. I've had Larry Vickers up here. I've traveled all over the country and taken courses from other people. Um, I was in Chicago just back in May doing a course with Chris Tonto Peranto, one of the uh, Benghazi heroes. So, you know, I'm training because it's perishable for me as well, and I like to bring that knowledge back to my student base. So when people are looking for instructors, look for instructors that are out there teaching, but then they're also out there taking classes as a student to enhance their skills. Exactly. The, the, the point of my, my comments are, if you want to come be an instructor here, Matt's going to teach you how to be a good, proficient instructor. You don't need to be Chris Tonto Pronto. You don't need to be Larry Vickers. You don't need to be Jerry Mitchellack to complete yep. this course. There, you, you'll, get a, you'll have to pass a minimum rating, and when you're done with that, then you can go on to your instructor skills. Matt, we're coming up on a commercial. Can you hang out? Yep. Yes, but, yes sir. You're listening to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the Ideal Concealed Cell Phone Pistol Studio. Stick around. We'll be back after the break. The Keltec PMR30 is no run-of-the-mill 22 Magnum lightweight pistol, not with its unique hybrid blowback system and 30-round magazine. So when you get a rush from that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, brace yourself. 
there's 29 more. Innovation. Performance. Caltech. See more at caltechweapons.com. Hey everyone, this is Mike from Arms Room Radio. Do you have a CERT SIRT laser training pistol? If you don't have a CERT laser training pistol from Next Level Training, then you're wrong and probably ISIS. But you don't have to take my word for it, but you better listen to what Major Bill has to say. This is Major Bill, the Chief Law Enforcement Officer of Arms Room Radio. Do you want to get your daily trigger pulls in? The CERT laser training pistol is how you get your daily trigger pulls in. Get one now at nextleveltraining.com or you're just not a real American. That's nextleveltraining.com. Tell them the guys from Arms Room Radio sent you. America! Thank you for calling Next Level Training. This is Jen. How can I help you today? Hi, Jen. This is Mike. Is this the home of the Next Level Training CERT SIRT training pistol? It sure is. Jen, do you have military discounts? Of course. How about law enforcement discounts? Law enforcement and military always receive 20% off of Next Level Training. Wow, that's awesome. What about if I'm an instructor? We also have specific packages designed exactly for instructors. Jen, what if I want to buy a lot of them all at once? Yeah, we offer volume pricing. Are the CERT pistols made in America? Right here in Washington State. Do the CERT pistols have a warranty? All of our CERT training pistols come with a one-year warranty. How can I purchase one? You can purchase one online anytime at nextleveltraining.com, or you can purchase one over the phone with me. Jen, can you answer one last question for me? Yeah. Will you go to the prom with me? Not a chance. Thanks for calling, though. If you want your very own CERT SIRT training pistol, just go to nextleveltraining.com. That's nextleveltraining.com, and be sure to tell them the guys from Arms Room Radio sent you. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Ideal Concealed Cell Phone Pistol Studios. Got a question for the guys? Well, you can reach them by going to armsroomradio.com. Now, more Arms Room Radio live, coast to coast and around the world, with Mike and the guys in the Ideal Concealed Cell Phone Pistol Studios. The following segment of Arms Room Radio is brought to you by Snagmag, the premier concealed magazine holster. Check them out today at snagmag.com. That's snagmag.com. Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Ideal Concealed Cell Phone Pistol Studios, location Bravo. Hey, on the line with us, we have uh, Mr. Matt Mallory. Matt is with Public Safety and Education out of uh, New York State. Matt, welcome back to the program, sir. Hello, sir. Good to have you back. Hey, listen, because um, we always get a crunch for time at the end, and we always try and fit in all the information we can. Tell everybody right now, before we get to the end of the segment, how they can get a hold of you, and then once again, let's hit uh, where, where the training is, training dates, and then we'll get into what we want to talk about about New York laws. Sure. Um, so, psned.com psandeducom or publicsafetyandeducation.com for uh, those who want to do it that way. Uh, both go to the same site, and you can find everything out about our show, meet the pressers, as well as everything we do up here in New York, and what I'm going to be doing down there in Florida at the end of the month, which is teaching the United States Concealed Carry Association Concealed Carry Home Defense Fundamentals Instructor Course. So anybody wants to become an instructor in the United States Concealed Carry, USCCA, association brand then that is the course you want and you can check it out on the website reach out to me if you have any problems or questions about it and we can get in there and get you guys registered and get you training and teaching other people how to shoot how to be safe perfect perfect that's see, folks you got it it's the letter p the letter s spell out and and then ed for ed or just go to public safety and education.com and you'll be able to sign up and get in there get in there listen you you, you see everybody out there right now 
five million is the low estimate of new gun owners over the past six or eight months. Uh, every one of them, every one of them is going to be looking for some training. Okay, um, mm -hmm. and this yep. is a way to you know you make you you know weekend money, after work money. You know you know you, this is four hours here and there. This is the way. And and if you're a gun person, you know because everybody's already coming to you asking. Well, guess oh, what? Yeah. Yeah. Go get this done. This will in Florida. This will also get you the uh, the right to teach a uh, concealed weapons course, mm -hmm. uh, so you can certify people for that as well. So, uh, good stuff. Good stuff there. Um, Matt, you got, uh, yeah, exactly. There's some there's some new uh, gun laws that just I think it just passed the the Senate up there in New York. Uh, we, we we mentioned it before about ghost guns. If you are familiar with this, yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, <laughs> unfortunately, I am in New York. So uh, being in law enforcement, I talk to a lot of my, my uh, brothers and sisters in law enforcement here in New York, and it's uh, I, I did a commercial, well, not a commercial, I did an interview about, uh, it must have been the fall, I think September of last year, the DA came out uh, hard and against ghost guns, and the local uh, news station wanted me to come on, come on the show, so I came on the show and talked to them about it. And, and I polled a bunch of my fellow brothers and sisters and major majority of them hadn't run across ghost guns at all. And a lot of times politicians mix up purposely or maybe ignorantly what a deface gun is. So if it's a, if it had a serial number and they scratch the serial number out, there's a lot of politicians that call that a ghost gun. So, which isn't correct, isn't correct terminology. T correct terminology of a ghost gun would be 80% lower, a gun that they, they buy the parts, they mill it, and then they build the gun themselves, which isn't an easy thing to do. Um, but politicians seem to think that that's, you know, that good legal law-abiding citizens shouldn't be able to have that either, and that's what they're doing. They're banning it from everybody here in New York specifically. You, you know, it's, it's the same mentality when, when we see that uh, they, they want to get rid of, uh, you know, all guns. Well, if I, get rid of, if I get rid of guns, then I don't have to worry about people robbing people. Listen, the people that are out there obeying the law you know, and purchasing and making 80% and completing them, and the people that get their licenses and the people that register where you are, uh, you know, their, their assault rifles in New York, whatever it is, those are not the people doing the crimes. Again, this right. is a law that's going to only hurt those that obey the law. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you can't, you can't legislate evil out of people. I mean, bad guys don't abide by the law. So why don't we, I mean, we've got the new bail reform here in New York that they just kicked off, and the governor himself is like, why are these people getting out of jail after, um, you know, uh, or why are these people being released after doing all these, these uh, heinous crimes? Like, because you voted <laughs> a law in, in reformed bail, so now they can't be detained. Uh, it's, it's crazy. I mean, enforce the laws that are on the books, put the money into the court system so they have a speedy trial. That would be the smarter way to go versus what they're doing. And now we're talking about defunding the police, and they actually have a bill where they're going to, they want to remove peace officers from having any kind of firearm for their job, which is corrections, probation, parole, um, uh, constables, park police, SPCA, everybody. Any, uh, that, there's more peace officers in New York State than there are police officers. So it's, it's anarchy. Yeah, it, it's it's true. You're, you're you're right. There is a a plethora to steal Earl's word of uh, of, of peace officers uh, <laughs> there there in New York State. Um, you know, I was uh, reading through this bill. This is not only uh, you know to get rid of these 80 percent uh, uh, you know firearms, whether that be the the Glock styles or you're building the 1911 kit, you mm -hmm. know, on your on your on your uh, your drill press at the house, or you're putting together an 80 percent mm -hmm. AR lower. This also says on it that you are not allowed to assemble any firearm, even if it does, even if you do purchase it with a serial number. 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's good business for me being a gunsmith, but that's not my <laughs> cream of the cream of the crop. That's not what I do. I mean, my big thing is teaching. I, I don't want to repair guns or work on guns. You know, it's yeah, right, right. You know, listen, you 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 work on guns just so that people have a working gun to, so you can teach them with it. Yeah, yeah. There's an issue. I can do it, but I legally. But I, I, I that's not my my main business. My main business is my main business is teaching people how to shoot guns. The uh, the the Safe Act up there uh, when it went to an, into effect in the middle of the night after uh, the Sandy Hook mm-hmm. uh, shooting. Um, where, where does it stand now in New York with the uh, with the, the 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 capacity of magazines? So when it first passed, and you were right, middle of the night, shoved it down our throat, didn't consult law enforcement, which is typical of this state. Um, when that happened, it was you're supposed to permanently pin your ten round magazines to seven rounds. And there was a bunch of hoopla, and people were screaming and yelling. So the governor said, "Okay, fine. Just just don't put more than seven in it unless you're at the range." So he changed the the law based on that. But it's still in the penal code. Not technically supposed to put more than seven rounds in the gun unless you're at the range. Then you could put ten. Other than that, if you have eight, nine, or ten rounds in your eight, nine, or ten round magazine in your home, first offense is a violation. Second is a misdemeanor crime. Out in public, first offense is a misdemeanor crime. So that, that's the current status of it. Even though there's been judges that have ruled that, that it's an arbitrary number, it's still in the penal code. And that's what a lot of people don't understand is that because it's still in the law, they can be charged. And now most people aren't getting an, an initial charge. It's an add-on charge. So I explain that to people. But if you enjoy your freedom and you don't want to have any kind of undue scrutiny brought against you, just carry multiple seven-round magazines and keep them full and make sure you not do mag swaps. That, that's my advice to people. I mean, it's probably a boon for the 1911 business, that's for sure. Oh, you know? yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, but, but, you know, anybody else that's carrying, uh, you know, the, the Glocks and everything else. We just did a story last segment about uh, the, uh, the top five. Uh, go, go ahead, Earl. Yeah. Oh, the top, about the top five, uh, uh, you know, mid-sized uh, guns to conceal carry. I was going to ask mm-hmm. you, what's his preference? Well, I carry a Walther PPSM2. Uh, my off-duty gun, and then for my duty gun, I carry a Walther PPQ M2. And before that, I'd carry Glocks. I had a Glock 21, 45 caliber, um, and then I had a uh, Glock 43. And before the 43, I had a Glock uh, 30S for my off-duty. Nice. There you okay. go. There you go. See, it's it's just a matter of uh, finding what you want, and what you fit you, and what fits you. And with that yeah. 30S and that Glock 21, he's carrying the Lord's caliber. You know, he's, carrying, <laughs> he's carrying a 45. So. You know, it's, 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 he's good to go there. Um, well, he was. He was. He was. was. Well, yeah. you know, still have the gun. You know, you're only, you're not, gun. only allowed to carry seven rounds. Why not carry the biggest round? You know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. Oh boy, Matt. Uh, if they came to you, and we only got about thirty seconds or so left, if they came to you and said, "Listen, off-duty law enforcement, we're going to limit you to seven rounds," also, what would that response be like? I would be on your show more often because I'd be moving to Florida. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. That's a heck of a commute for work, but I understand your your sentiment. Yeah. Hey, uh, I'm, I would welcome you with open arms, and I know I wouldn't have to worry about this from you, but don't you dare New York up my Florida. So you leave that stinking no, not thing at all. up there. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> uh, Matt, yeah. once again, we got a moment or so. Um, uh, how do people reach you? PSNED.com, publicsafetyandeducation.com. Look forward to being down there and seeing you and getting together and catching up, my friend. There you go, folks. Sign up for that class. Again, if you're just a basic shooter right now, 
Uh, you've got you know one class, or you just you know you, you picked it up rather well. You had somebody teach you rather good. Um, you can go online. You can take his portion of the course there. You can uh, um, just be proficient. You could end up as an instructor at the end of this class. So uh, this is this is for you. Again, Matt, thanks for joining us. It's P S and Ed, folks. Until next hour, please exercise your second member rights responsibly. Geltec Sub-2000 semi-automatic rifle is sure to arouse your curiosity, not just because it's foldable and adjustable, but because it can take most popular handgun magazines. So in that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, curiosity turns to pure adrenaline. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See more at keltecweapons.com. If you carry concealed, how do you carry your backup magazine? On your belt? Loose in your pocket? Not at all? Snag Mag is the solution. It's the original concealed pocket magazine holster that looks like you're carrying a pocket knife. Concealed in plain sight and designed for a fast reload, you can be confident your backup ammo is exactly where you need it, when you need it. Find your holster today at snagmag.com. That's snagmag.com because there's no such thing as extra ammo. Hey, greetings to all the patriotic Americans. This is Colonel Allen West, and you're listening to Arms Room Radio. And stand at attention when I'm talking. Hey everyone, this is Mike from Arms Room Radio. Do you have a CERT SIRT laser training pistol? If you don't have a CERT laser training pistol from Next Level Training, then you're wrong and probably ISIS. But you don't have to take my word for it, but you better listen to what Major Bill has to say. This is Major Bill, the Chief Law Enforcement Officer of Arms Room Radio. Do you want to get your daily trigger pulls in? The CERT laser training pistol is how you get your daily trigger pulls in. Get one now at nextleveltraining.com or you're just not a real American. That's nextleveltraining.com. Tell them the guys from Arms Room Radio sent you. America! It's Arms Room Radio, live from the Ideal Conceal Cell Phone Pistol Studios. With Mike, Kevin, and Earl, concealed carry, gun safety, the law, the latest gear, and more. You'll get it all right here, and you can connect with the guys at armsroomradio.com. Tweet, message, email, snap, or mind meld with them right now. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast, and around the world. Now, here's Mike. Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Ideal Conceal uh, Cell Phone Pistol Studios. My name is Mike. Oops, Location oops, Bravo. Location Bravo. I keep forgetting that. Uh, Location Bravo. Um, yeah, Mr. Landnav. Keep well, forgetting where we're at. I know where we're at. I give you the grid coordinate. I just forgot to mention <laughs> it. That's all. <laughs> I can call in fire if I need to. <laughs> um, uh, you know, listen, we promise to bring you all things gun, all the gun time. My name is Mike. I will uh, be helping you uh, through the remainder of the program. I do not do it by myself. Uh, let's go around the room real quick, introduce you to my fellow compatriots. It's a um, small room. It'll be a short trip. It is a small room. It is a small trip. Um, on my right, the, uh, the, uh, the, uh, 
right hand man, the uh, the the great 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 grandson of Daniel Boone. Please welcome back. His name is Earl. Doctor Corporate approved memos. Lead a workshop. Remember birthdays. Hey, somebody's got to try and keep you on the straight and narrow. Yes, good luck with that. <laughs> yeah, I know, <laughs> I know. Herding cats. Herding yeah. cat. Doing it by yourself today. You know? <laughs> Say it's cats, even though there's one cat. One cat. Meow. Um, on uh, on our left would normally be the courtroom assassin, the legal ninja, maximum effort, attorney Kevin Maxwell. Attorney Kevin Maxwell. Yep. Calling attorney Kevin Maxwell. You know, we normally say maximum effort. I think today has been... Uh, I'm going to have to say minimum effort from him here on the show. Well, as far as we're concerned, <laughs> yeah. he's probably giving maximum effort to a client. Oh, I'm sure he is. You know, he's probably giving it to them over and over again. <laughs> well, you got to keep that bill high. You know, you got to you got to you got to work that uh, work that bill. So, uh, I hope Bill's good with that too. So, um, major bill. I guess, so. yeah. yeah. Okay. The um, we should uh, we should hopefully hear from him soon. I don't know. We'll, we'll find out. We'll see how it goes. Um, we we don't have him with us at the moment, but you know that's okay. That's okay. We'll, we we will soldier on. We shall. We shall. Uh, you know what? Uh, since we don't have him here, and we don't want to, we don't have a little. Uh, we have a little extra few minutes here. And he has plausible deniability. He does. He does. Um, we can uh, we can jump in the next topic. We can bring you more issues. Let's talk. Uh, let's talk uh, rifle rounds. Let's talk hunting ammo. Yeah. Okay. Let's, uh, let's do this since we got to get ourselves a bonus uh, five or six minutes here, since we don't have to listen to another, uh, you know, Kevin story. You know, just, uh, <laughs> well, they're good. they're good. No, 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 I didn't mean it like that. I meant since we're not listening. Normally, we do a, a right, you, right, you, we right, do a, right. your story first segment, and then Kevin's story second segment, and um, I mix one in every once in a while. But uh, he's not here, so we got some bonus time. Bonus. This uh, this story originally was titled the uh, the, the six five Creedmoor. Is not the ultimate super cartridge. Um, you know, I, I remember when the 6.5 Creedmoor uh, came out. And now, what's, what's the other 6.5? It's the Grendel. The Grendel, thank you. Um, Two different applications. Yes, yes. The Creed, and that's why I wanted to bring it up because the Creedmoor is the larger, longer round, almost like if you had to compare it to, it's, say, a 308. Yes, yeah, say, I, it's in, in my simple. Yeah, brain. I may be wrong, but to me, the six five Creedmoor is based off a of three hundred eight. Yes, the six five Grendel is based off of five five six. Exactly right, and that's yeah. how I keep it straight. Six five Creedmoor can be used in an AR ten platform, right? And the six five Grendel can be used in the AR fifteen platform. And that's I, listen. The, you know, we all remember things differently. For me, the Creedmoor, I always remember it was the bigger one because there's more of it. <laughs> there's more. <laughs> More the funny it. thing is, as soon as you said, you know, we remember things differently, I think he's going to go with more. <laughs> he's going to use more. Yep, uh, there's more of it. So. Yeah. And the, uh-huh. and, and the Grendel, uh-huh. the little baby Grendel, uh-huh. um, which was, I remember the Grendel. Well, I know, obviously, from uh, um, mythical you know, uh, no, folklore. No, I remember Nordic that. folklore. Right, but, but I remember because the Grendel was, was the little small gun that Keltec used to make. It was the little gun, <laughs> the Grendel. The little 32 Grendel. <laughs> <laughs> Three eighty grand. Okay, okay. So that's where my brain is. Uh, now that you're tracking along, and there's also monkeys in there throwing food <sighs> at each other. So um, I, I, I think I'm more scared of. I'm tracking. I'm tracking. Yeah, that's the scary part of this. <laughs> okay. Uh, um, it's kind of like the time you told me. <laughs> 
you know, that. Uh, oh, I, no, I, that's, your, that's the number for that safe because it's my old car engine block number <laughs> and my football number. <laughs> like, oh, all right, well, I get it. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's how I remember things. Yeah. And, you know, motor, motor size of my first car and <laughs> my football jersey number. There you go. The uh, 6.5 Creedmoor. Now, listen, I hope nobody knows those two facts and you know, decides they want to go in our old safe. But that, well, was, that was the work safe. I was going to so. say, typically, uh, I don't have to worry about that because she already knows the combo anyways. Oh, there you go. <laughs> Just like that. The 6.5 uh, Creedmoor has muddled the, muddied the waters and confused a lot of hunters. It's an efficient little cartridge. It's become so popular, but uh, it's so ubiquitous that many shooters are ascribing it powers it can't live up to. Yeah, it's a great low-recoil round for precision shooting, at ridiculous differences. Distances. Is that, is that what I said? Differences. Oh, well, that's wrong. Yeah, <laughs> those, that be, those are ridiculous, too, but distances. Yeah, It should be distances, yeah. Uh-huh. But it's not a super cartridge. In fact, there are many cartridges that outshoot the Creedmoor. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is kind of one I want to give you here. You know, there's, there's some rounds that, you, that can be a little bit, uh, uh, a little bit better. It's unfair to, to pit the 6.5 Creedmoor you know, up against... A, uh, a 300 Weatherby Magnum or anything like that, uh, uh, but it should be fair comparing many other cartridges to the Creed. Specifically, we compare other rounds commonly used to hunt the same similar species, you, you know, deer, white deer, uh, white tail, coyotes, uh, cartridge that launch bullets of similar weight at roughly velocities with similar recoil. Now let's uh, define those parameters. Creed Morgan is a long-range performance gun. A combination of 140 to 140 grain, you know, high ballistic caliber bullets. With ballistic coefficient. What did I say? Am I reading this you wrong? Said, yeah, you are. You said 140 to 140. No, it's 140 to 143. Thank you, sir. High ballistic coefficient. Give me my glasses back. But you got to pick your own. Use my, shooting, use my shooting glasses. Uh huh. Yeah, fast twist rifle. Usually one and eight or one and one to seven and a half. There you go. And, you know. Running full house loads in a seven pound rifle, very mild recoil. Wow, they went really in depth, giving you fifteen point seven foot pounds of energy yeah, yeah. at recoil. Yep, yeah. and recoil velocity of twelve. Wow, twelve twelve feet per second in a recoil velocity. Or you can even go with lighter weight bullets from a hundred to one hundred and thirty grain for higher velocity, flatter trajectories, and even less recoil. Here's some of the bullets that, uh, you know, you can look at it for set of a 6.5. You can look at a, a 260 Remington. That's mm-hmm. a good comparison. You can look at the uh, 6.5 by 55 Swedish. That's a good one for you. 25-06. Uh, you know, it's a, a commonly used round a long time ago, making its way back. The uh, 243 Winchester. Yep. yep. And also the 6-millimeter six, six Creedmoor. Correct. And then uh, the 270 Winchester. I like that one. Yeah, that's a good round right there. I, I, I inherited one. I have one. <laughs> hey, you listen to Arms Room Radio. Stick around. We're coming to you from Location Bravo. We'll be back after the break. The kel PMR-30 is no run-of-the-mill 22 Magnum lightweight pistol, not with its unique hybrid blowback system and 30-round magazine. So when you get a rush from that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, brace yourself. There's 29 more. Innovation. Performance. 
Keltec. See more at keltecweapons.com. Ever want to accessorize your tactical rifle? Then you want the tactical excellence of Gun Tech USA. Gun Tech, a family-owned and operated manufacturer of tactical accessories for AR-15, AR-10, and AK-47 style rifles. For nearly three decades, Gun Tech USA has been producing the finest quality pistol grips, rail systems, scope mounts, slings, compensators, flash hiders, hand guards, iron sights, and more. Check online at GunTechUSA.com to see their vast selection of parts and accessories and to locate a dealer near you. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or you have it done, when customizing your tactical rifle, insist on tactical excellence. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment and friends of Arms Room Radio. Check them out online today at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. GunTech USA. Defining tactical excellence for over 26 years. Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you love bourbon? Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you love whiskey? Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you love America? Boundary Oak Distillery. Then you'll love Boundary Oak Distillery. With names like Patton Armored Diesel, Sinful 69, and Lincoln Straight Bourbon, you can't go wrong. Boundary Oak Distillery. Located in the hills of central Kentucky, Boundary Oak Distillery is the first licensed distillery in Hardin County since Prohibition. Boundary Oak Distillery. Boundary Oak Distillery is a proud supporter of military service members and their families. Boundary Oak Distillery. Learn more today about Boundary Oak Distillery and where you can get some at BoundaryOakDistillery.com. That's BoundaryOakDistillery.com. Boundary Oak Distillery. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. I'm Alan Gottlieb, founder of the Second Amendment Foundation. When someone says, we don't need that kind of gun, remind them the Founding Fathers determined what rights our Constitution should protect. There's a world of difference between rights and needs. It is not the function of government to tell us what we need or what we don't. Certainly no one needs an assault rifle or a Saturday Night Special or for that matter, no one needs a Corvette with a high-capacity horsepower engine capable of speeds to 150 miles per hour. But in the hands of honest, responsible individuals, we have the right of choice. We have the right to read books others don't like. We have the right to listen to any radio program we choose. We have the right to dress the way we want to. We also have the right to own firearms of our choice. So the next time someone tells you, you don't need something, tell them. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. Join the Second Amendment Foundation today so that this message and our Bill of Rights might live. Call. 425-454-7012. That's 425-454-7012. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Ideal Concealed Cell Phone Pistol Studios. If you want to talk to the guys, go to armsroomradio.com and find out how. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast and around the world. Now, here's Mike. The following segment is brought to you by Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you like bourbon? Do you like America? Then you're going to love Boundary Oak Distillery. Check them out today at BoundaryOakDistillery.com. Scared you, didn't I? Thought, no. we weren't, thought we weren't there. 
Huh? What? <laughs> <laughs> hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Ideal Conceal Cell Phone Pistol Studio. Hey, last segment we were talking to you about the 6.5 Creedmoor round. That's the uh, comparable to the 308 in length and size kind of, basically. Yes, it's very, very common. And, and, and they, like I said earlier, and in my thinking, it's based off the 308. I, right, I, right. I, you know, I'm probably wrong, but that's how I remember what little information I remember of it. Uh, we were Not starting to give you the... More. Yeah, right. <laughs> well, let's remember it. Six five. There's, there's two rounds. Six five Creedmoor and six five Grendel. I remember the difference because the six five Creedmoor. There's more of it. <laughs> and the six five Grendel is because Caltech used to make the little Grendel. Uh-huh. So that's a little uh-huh. one. Yeah. So we're giving you a list, and we kind of cut a couple off the end of it. So <sighs> I'm scared. That makes sense. <laughs> so I'm going to give you the, the full list of comparable right. ammunitions. We, we stopped at two seventy. Just uh, rolling back from the beginning, the 260 Remington. Yes. Uh, the, the round after that is the six and a half by 55, a Swedish round. Though the, the popularity of it, it, it's it's a big enough caliber or cartridge that it's borderline. Now you've got to get into a different platform yeah. of bolt action rifle called a long action. Yes. Everything else we've been dealing with is what they call a short action. Correct. The uh, number four is the 25-06. Uh, this, is, this, is, this is a great round. I, I, yeah. I've always liked the 25-06. Uh, let's see. After that, we hit the, the 243 Winchester, which is also known as the 6-millimeter Creedmoor. But 243 Winchester, that's a, that's a pretty... You, listen, when you go in, when you go in the, the gun stores and they're out of ammo, you know what's always sitting on the shelf? 243. Yeah, 243. <laughs> oh, I, I remember that, you know, going into... The, I was glad to see when there was one of the, I don't remember which one it was, but there was a big ammo shortage, and, you know, everybody was buying crazy. And just for giggles, every time I went into a different Walmart store, I walked by the ammo. Well, let's see how bare their, their shelves are. Right, right. I always saw 270. That's the other one. Nice. Yep. yep. I've got one of those. The 243 and the 270 is always there. Uh, 270 Winchester is the next round. Uh, after we leave the 270, this is the... 6.5 PRC, which is basically the 6.5 uh, Creedmoor uh, on steroids. Yeah, a little bit bigger, bi- bigger in diameter. It basically, it's, it's got more room for gunpowder. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Uh, let's see here. And then uh, we end up down at the 308 Winchester, which is always a great round. Yeah. I've never had an issue with the, with the 308. Yeah. No, I mean, it, it's the, where I give the 308 credit is majority of everything that we've been talking about is, in a sense, based off the 308. Now, that, that's where I need to clarify for our listeners. You and I, more, more or less, you more than I, have a military-slash-tactical application of all these calibers. Right. And so pretty much all, and I'm going to just lump you in there because you're the one that served, all you know is 308. We're, this is a, a article that we're we're kind of stepping out of our our uh, our area of you know for <coughs> expertise, lack of a better word, uh, hunting applications. That there are so many other application or you know other calibers available to do the 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 job that you're looking to do. You know, for military, you know, nine millimeter, five five six, three oh eight. And I don't know, you know, then then you're calling in fire support. Yeah, anything, then 50, 50 cal and anything yeah. above that. But yeah, yeah. listen, the 5.56 five, is a, 
it was a devastating killing round that uh, you know it's 100 meters or less it's just you know, it's it's not even slowing down it's well, just dropping people left and right um you get out to two, three hundred. You can shoot out to five or six hundred, but you start to lose FPS and velocity. Right. Um, which is where the crew-served weapons come in. The medium-range weapons with the right. 308 take place. Um, so there's no problem with the 556. Five, but guess what? When you hunt, you don't hunt at 100 meters or less. No. You know, you know maybe in Florida you do. You know? Yeah. But, in Florida, we're we're, yeah. we're 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 very short range. But then you know, you go to Pennsylvania or out west, you hunt from hilltop to hilltop. You know. Yeah. I mean, I was remember watching a video to where a guy was hunting uh, mule deer somewhere out west. I'm going to say Wyoming. I don't remember, but a state similar right. there. Right. And he he and he harvested his animal at 400 yards with a with a. 300 uh, Weatherby Magnum. Right. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, when you go out distance like that, mm-hmm. you know, a good friend of our, a mutual friend of ours, he's he's a good, you know, I'm not going to say avid hunter, but he definitely, he's he's got more hunting time than you and I put together. Okay. Yeah. And the way he personal his personal philosophy is he'll look at whatever caliber, you know, uh, different states have different caliber legalities true, and requirements. Yeah. yeah. He looks at that particular caliber, and you know we'll look at a box of ammo, and he looks at the foot pounds of energy. Right, right. And it, you know they give dis- different distances, and he looks at where does what distance does this round? And I'm going to use 270 just because I own a platform. At what distance does 270 meet or drop below a thousand foot pounds of energy? Okay. And hypothetically, I'm going to say 300 yards. Right. His personal philosophy is, okay, I don't take a shot longer than 300 yards. Sure. Because he wants a clean, ethical harvest. Right, right. He wants to, wants to uh, do as little harm as possible in, sure. in what he harvests. And you don't, want to go walk, you don't want to go walk 300 meters and then have to go track it. Exactly, yeah. exactly. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I get that too. I mean, you know, if, I'm, if I'm defending my home front, yeah, I don't care. You know, I'm as long as I knock you out of the fight, I'm fine. Yeah. Right. But if I'm out looking to put something on the dinner table, I want it quick and clean. That's it. That's exactly right. Exactly right. So there are plenty of good animals out there. All serve their purpose. The ones that we're talking about are those are I would call them the the over hundred meter, hundred two hundred meter yeah. target ammos. Yeah. Um, listen, I've I've been out and hunted and harvested. And uh, and killed, uh, you know, three four hundred pound hogs with a with a five five six. But I was doing it at twenty five meters, also. You yeah. Know? So. Oh yeah. You know, it's, it's it, it was one shot, one kill. It was going straight down. Yeah, and and also too, you you are a very avid proponent of shot placement. Yeah. You know you know yeah. where to hit it. Yeah. So yeah, you know I mean you know yeah. you hit it just right. A twenty two will do the job. Oh yeah. Yeah. But uh, it's a very very small target then. Yep. Um. Let's uh, we're, since we're talking about calibers here, we had this other story that come up. Um, there's, a, there's a picture, and, and we'll post this up on the old uh, the Facebook page there, of a four gauge Winchester Wildflower shotgun shell. Oh, my shoulder um, flinched as soon as I read the headline. The, the shotgun itself is 19 pounds. 19, 19 pounds. 19 pounds. Now I've owned a uh, Ithaca Mag 10, which is a 10 gauge shotgun. And a 10 gauge. When you set it next to a 12, it clearly looks a little bigger, but it's kind of like doing the whole 9 mil 40 cal thing. 
Yeah. You know, it's like, all right. It's not until you set the 9 mil next to, you know, the 45 that you go, what's with the cannonball? You know, you know, or, or, or a 9 mil next to a 50 AE. Exactly right. Exactly right. <laughs> that you start to see that. Um, I don't remember where we got them, but we got ourselves some 8-gauge shotgun shells at one point. Yeah, I remember you kept one or two of them on your yeah, desk. Yeah, I just had one sitting on my desk. Um, and it, listen, it was clearly around from the 60s or something like that. And, and, uh, but it was a big old red 8-gauge shotgun shell. And it, it, st- it stayed on my desk for, for so long. I mean, a couple of years. Then anytime I put my hands on a 12 gauge, I was like, "What is this? A 20 gauge? Is this a 410? What is this? This is tiny." Um, but this uh, this four gauge shotgun shell is uh, it says ideal for big game. Well, I, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I guess <laughs> like, I guess if you're like elephant, yeah, exactly right, yeah, yeah, or lions like lined up, <laughs> you know, like <laughs> like a bunch of them. Um, and this is not even uh, just reading through the story here. Not even the biggest shotgun shell they make. They make a two gauge. And that's for the punt guns. Remember the punt guns? I think we've talked about punt guns before. I think we have, yeah. Those are the ones that outlawed now. They used to lay them down in a rowboat and go on the river and wait for the flock of, of, uh, of duck or geese or whatever. The waterfowl, yeah. Yeah, and then they'd pull the trigger, and they could kill 80 or 100 at a time. Yeah, and take out the whole flock. Yeah, because yeah, the, the, the damn thing had a, uh, you know, it's like a small yeah. cannon. Yeah. It, it had a you know, four-inch diameter you know, uh, muzzle on it. Yeah, and they probably put a, like a duckbill apparatus on there to to make the shot spread even oh, yeah. further yeah. than yeah. it normally would. Nice flat spread, yeah, yeah. And the thing that gets me, this is all made in the late 1800s, early 1900s. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. You know, here we think we're, you know, hey, this is the latest and greatest. Yeah, it's been done before. <laughs> hey, stick around. When we get back, we might have some major bill. We might not. We'll see how it goes. Hey, everybody, this is Mike from Arms Room Radio. This is Kevin with Arms Room Radio. Need a lawyer? Need a gun? Need some legal advice? This is Earl with Arms Room Radio. You need some knowledge about firearms? Guess where you look. Make sure you check us out this week on Arms Room Radio, or you can check us out anytime at armsroomradio.com. If you miss it, you will never forgive yourself. Well, you might forgive yourself. Make your tactical rifle tactical and accessorize it with the latest gear from GunTech USA. Family-owned and operated GunTech USA manufactures tactical accessories for AR-15 and AR-308 platform-style rifles. For nearly three decades, GunTech USA has been producing the finest quality accessories for American shooting sports' favorite rifles. Choose GunTech USA for pistol grips, flash hiders, tactical scope mounts, slings, compensators, iron sights, and more. Keep your AR rifle cool under fire with GunTech USA new free-floating handguards. To locate a dealer near you or to check out their vast selection of parts, accessories, and gun tech swag, visit GUNTECUSA.com. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or have it done, make your tactical rifle tactical. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech USA, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment, the National Rifle Association, and the Wounded Warrior Project. Online at GUNTECUSA.com. GunTech USA, defining tactical excellence for 27 years and counting. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Ideal Concealed Cell Phone Pistol Studios. If you want to talk to the guys, go to armsroomradio.com and find out how. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast and around the world. Now, here's Earl. 
The Fallen Hero segment of Arms Room Radio is proudly brought to you by MaxLawOrlando.com. Air Force Senior Airman James A. Hanson died September 15, 2010, serving during Operation Enduring Freedom. Hanson, 25, of Athens, Michigan, was assigned to the 46th Operations Support Squadron, Eglin Air Force Base, Florida. He died of wounds suffered during a controlled detonation at Joint Base Balad in Iraq. Hanson's brother said the airman was helping a friend with controlled detonations of captured bombs and something went wrong. The news spread quickly throughout the small village of Athens in Michigan of about 1,000 residents. Although many are serving, Jimmy Hansen was the first child of Athens to die in combat operations in the Iraq or Afghanistan's war. Athens area school superintendent Rich Franklin, one of Hansen's teachers before his 2003 graduation, said the community was raw with shock, disbelief, and sadness. Air Force Senior Airman James A. Hansen, you are not forgotten. If you or a family member or a friend have any legal issues whatsoever, feel free to give me a call at 407-480-2179 or on my cell at 407-467-4960 and I will do everything I can to see if you can get the answers you need for your friends or family or yourself to whatever your legal issue is. Thank you, Kevin. Thank you again for sponsoring the Fallen Hero segment of the program as you've done since day one. Folks, if you uh, know someone you've seen on TV, read about in the book, saw in a movie, relative, friend, whatever it may be, you want to hear about them on uh, Fallen Hero, please uh, reach out to us at facebook.com slash armsroomradio. That's facebook.com slash armsroomradio, and uh, it would be an honor for us to, to do it. Hey, on the line with us, we had the Chief Law Enforcement Officer of Arms Room Radio. Please welcome back to the program, Major Bill. Ground control to Major Bill. Major Bill. Major Bill. Calling Major Bill. Major Bill. All right. I guess uh, Major Bill, like we said earlier in the program, uh, there are storms rolling through the southern half of Florida with uh, perhaps a new... uh, uh, you know, new new things for him to do in his, his role as a boss down there and emergency <laughs> management and blah, 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 blah. Yeah, yeah, words, blah, words, blah, blah, words. Blah, blah. I know you're listening to us up in the Pacific Northwest, and you've got fires and everything rolling through there, and you're, you're saying to yourself, hey, Mike, I'm here listening. How come Major Bill can't pay attention? <laughs> right? Right? we got natural, natural disasters going on up here, too. So, you know what? Uh, we hear you, and we'll tell them. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put it in a sternly worded memorandum, Yeah. and I'm going to let him know. Yeah, you, you please do. He's been fussing to me. He was running out of toilet paper. What? <laughs> what in the world? You shouldn't be writing on that anyway. You know that's, uh, that stuff can ink can soak through. You get that. Uh, you can get ink poisoning. Well, that's what he's going to do with your email and print. Oh, there we go. There we go. All right. So the major is not with us at the moment. So we will uh, we will drive on with his story, um, or maybe we won't. Maybe we will. Maybe we won't. Maybe we will just save it for him. And maybe we do another story. In fact, that's what we're going to do. We'll save the major story for him. And uh, we're going to jump in and talk to you about uh, – we brought it up earlier in the program. This is the, uh, the, the veterans that decide they want to sell out their country for a, uh, uh, for a political party. Um, 
you know, you, you see this, you see this a lot. This story is a, if you want to follow along, as this came out of Union Leader, UnionLeader.com. Uh, it's about the hypocrisy of anti-Second Amendment veterans. There's some, there's some really good, uh, you know, points in here that that I want to make and I want to give to you. I want to give you some of, some of my uh, understandings uh, as well. This is what I hate, and, and you'll see um, right now if you look at uh, President Trump, and, and, and if this happens to be whoever the conservative party is, the uh, the Republican you know leadership, whether they're in office, whether they're running for office, they always seem to have the majority of uh, um, first responders, law enforcement, military, those kind of people, veterans on their side. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it just it just flows naturally with with conservative and that law and order uh, and uh, you know and structure and everything else. They seem to all stick together. Listen, we've seen every major law enforcement uh, um, union come out in support of, uh, of the president this time. Uh, and in fact, I think the only Republican nominee for president they haven't supported in the past 30 years was, uh, was Mitt Romney because he uh, kept flip-flopping around the issues and they, didn't, they didn't, uh, did not support him. But everybody else on a conservative Republican ticket has had the police union's uh, support for, okay. for, for a presidency. Now, um, you 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 have a, you get an understanding, uh, I think, with the military when when they hand you what is truly uh, a weapon of war, uh, you know, an M16, a machine gun, a machine gun, a uh, you know, with, with full auto capabilities on it or or burst fire capabilities, and then mm-hmm. you get into your your two four nines, your two forties, your M twos, and all your other machine guns um, that are you know. Uh, uh, you know, belt fed, and then let's uh, let's, let's put lead down range kind of stuff. Or going back to your early days, the pig, the M60. Oh, the pig, love the pig, <laughs> love the pig. Uh, if you ever listen to a pig getting, getting shot, it goes bang, 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 squirt, 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 bang, 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 because the assistant, the assistant gunner's there with it like a like a Windex bottle full of lubricant, just squirting it on the pig. You got to you got to keep greasing, you got to keep greasing that pig. That's exactly what it sounds like. The uh, so what what you get here is and, and you see uh, are them with their support via unions via press releases um, you don't see them ever show up in the campaign ads mm-hmm. you never see them putting out individual statements you know they just say here we are as a group we support on the flip side when you see one of these misguided veterans I'm going to call them uh, these anti-gun misguided veterans that'll show up and they'll stand up individually. Right to say, I disagree with this. I disagree with oh. that. As a veteran, I hey, listen. Yeah. You represent about five percent of the veterans. You, you know, yeah. you, 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 it's not all veterans. You know that that, that this happens with. Um, here's some of the issues that the author had a problem with. Uh, contention is that these uh, these are weapons of war. We're talking about the dangers of firearms, specifically the AR-15, uh, and that therefore they're they're unfit for civilian use. Pat Ryan, an Iraq War veteran who had run for Congress in New York's 19th district, read a campaign ad in 2018 expressing his desire to get rid of assault rifles in the wake of the Orlando shooting. Congressman Seth Moulton, former Marine officer, stated on Twitter that I, have, that I know assault rifles. I carried one in Iraq. They have no place on America's streets. Okay, well, I mean, should we just tear them up from here? You know, um, yeah. you don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. Just because you got told to carry this tool... Um, it does not mean you understood its impact on the American government uh, since, you know, 1775 and 1789, 1790, you know, when, when it comes to firearms. Yeah. 
um, and, and what you carried in Iraq only looks like what you're talking about being in the hands of the American citizens. Excellent point, Earl. Excellent point. Uh, absolutely. It is not a weapon of war. It is not a machine gun. It is a semi-automatic sporting rifle. <laughs> yeah. Um, the original definition of assault rifle was from a 1970 Army field manual, and it was repurposed by the anti-gun movement to nebulously define firearms they believe civilians should not own. One of the four requirements in that field manual of assault rifle is a select fire option. Well, guess what? If you can only select don't shoot and shoot one time, that's not select fire. Yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. semi-automatic. Uh-huh. Uh, like Matt said in the last hour of the program, the full-auto semi-automatic rifles. Yeah. As I say, that as soon as we're talking about, you know, brought this up of, you know, veterans against firearms, I still remember this one goober, you know, demonstrating on a range of, okay, let me show you what it's like to go full semi-auto. <laughs> <laughs> What? Well, you just went full retard, so, you know. Huh? Yeah. Absolutely, absolutely ridiculous. Um, I can tell you the Second Amendment came into uh, the spotlight for me in Afghanistan. You're doing house-to-house, building-to-building. Uh, you're dealing with people in automobiles. You're people you know, you're moving all over the country trying to flee harm's way. And when you'd stop them and talk to them and figure out what was going on, you would leave them with their AK-47. Their full auto AK-47. They're full auto AK-47, so they could defend themselves uh-huh. against tyranny and, and, and al-Qaeda and the Taliban in their own country. Yeah, leave them a machine gun yeah. to defend themselves. In their own, and, and it was like... And they're fussing to having a semi-auto yeah. here in America. That's what the Second Amendment was. That's, it was right there. That's, that's why our country had it. And all these veterans saying, you know, the American citizen can't have them. Who do you think taught the, the military how to shoot them? There you go. Yeah. You're listening to the Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the Ideal Concealed Cell Phone Pistol Studio. Stick around. We'll be back after the break. The Keltec PMR30 is no run-of-the-mill 22 Magnum lightweight pistol, not with its unique hybrid blowback system and 30-round magazine. So when you get a rush from that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance... Brace yourself. There's 29 more. Innovation. Performance. Keltech. See more at keltechweapons.com. Hey everyone, this is Mike from Arms Room Radio. Do you have a CERT SIRT laser training pistol? If you don't have a CERT laser training pistol from Next Level Training, then you're wrong and probably ISIS. But you don't have to take my word for it, but you better listen to what Major Bill has to say. This is Major Bill, the Chief Law Enforcement Officer of Arms Room Radio. Do you want to get your daily trigger pulls in? The CERT laser training pistol is how you get your daily trigger pulls in. Get one now at nextleveltraining.com or you're just not a real American. That's nextleveltraining.com. Tell them the guys from Arms Room Radio sent you. America! Thank you for calling Next Level Training. This is Jen. How can I help you today? Hi, Jen. This is Mike. Is this the home of the Next Level Training CERT SIRT training pistol? It sure is. Jen, do you have military discounts? Of course. How about law enforcement discounts? Law enforcement and military always receive 20% off of Next Level Training. Wow, that's awesome. What about if I'm an instructor? We also have specific packages designed exactly for instructors. Jen, what if I want to buy a lot of them all at once? Yeah, we offer volume pricing. Are the CERT pistols made in America? Right here in Washington State. Do the CERT pistols have a warranty? All of our CERT training pistols come with a one-year warranty. How can I purchase one? 
You can purchase one online anytime at nextleveltraining.com, or you can purchase one over the phone with me. Jen, can you answer one last question for me? Yeah. Will you go to the prom with me? Not a chance. Thanks for calling, though. If you want your very own CERT SIRT training pistol, just go to nextleveltraining.com. That's nextleveltraining.com, and be sure to tell them the guys from Arms Room Radio sent you. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Ideal Concealed Cell Phone Pistol Studios. If you want to talk to the guys, go to armsroomradio.com and find out how. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast and around the world. Now, here's Earl. The following segment is brought to you by Snag Mag. Snag Mag is the premier concealment holster for your magazine. Check them out today at snagmag.com. Snagmag.com. I love that guy, snagmag.com. I said, uh, the, the owner there is uh, Christine and Neil. I said to them, is this a friend of yours from, uh, from Boston? They're like, I have no idea who that guy is. But, <laughs> but, and when they first got it, they were like, we're not sure it's going to work. But now everybody remembers that, that guy accent. Oh, yeah. yeah. They're like, hey, yeah. can I get a snagmag? <laughs> if it wasn't for the accent, yeah. it, just, it, it wouldn't, wouldn't blend it in. Yeah, it wouldn't, wouldn't be memorable. Now, now I hear a snagmag. Snagmag.com. It's like that... Uh, the new uh, the the Boston Lager commercials. Which your cousin from, from Boston. Boston? Yeah, that guy. So that's that's what you got there. Um, I, I think we should have a caller on the line with us. Kelly, we have our caller on the line with us today. Yes, we do. We do. Excellent, excellent, excellent. Hey, on the line with us, we have uh, we have a good friend of the program, and Mr. Alex Alejandro Alejandro Rubian from the uh, New Jersey Second Amendment Society. Oh, this guy again. Yeah, I know, I know. Alejandro, <laughs> welcome back to the program, sir. <laughs> Thanks for having me back on, guys. <laughs> hey, we uh, we we were just talk- we were cruising through some stories here, and uh, I know we, you and I we we talk occasionally uh, during the week, and uh, this one this one popped up. Uh, it, tell tell us this ridiculous story uh, about magazine sales in New Jersey and what the state wants to do to find this company. Well, um, in New Jersey last year, they uh, passed a new law that would reduce the magazine capacity from 15 rounds down to 10 rounds. And instead of actually going after criminals and prosecuting and penalizing people that actually break the law and commit actual crimes, they had a group of undercover investigators at the New Jersey State Police and the New Jersey Attorney General's office sit there all day for we don't know how long, how many days, how many weeks or months, placing orders or attempting to place orders from companies nationwide to have them ship a standard capacity magazine to the state of New Jersey. And upon doing that, they found one company in Nevada that sold and shipped a 15-round and 30-round magazine to the state of New Jersey to an undercover investigator, uh, and they decided to go and prosecute and go after this, this company uh, and it just came out a couple of days ago that this company wanted to settle this uh, criminal charge against them by paying the state of New Jersey fifty thousand dollars. This uh, this seems a little ridiculous. First off, uh, that uh, you can charge how you can criminally charge a company. I don't know how you. I mean, do you make the company go to jail? You know, do they have to do they get solitary <laughs> confinement? Well, yeah. Here's know? the building. Place it in the custody. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's outside the state of New Jersey, so I'm not sure how that gets enforced at all. Um, 
and this is um, it's been it's been made public. New Frontier. They they actually have some really interesting design AR configurations that uh, they came oh, out with. Oh yeah, they're great. St- I mean, great stuff. Great bunch of guys. Um, um, and I guess somebody there just wasn't paying attention to one of New Jersey's new laws that went on the book, and they probably had the old roster of where they could send standard capacity magazines to. But how does this come up? How does New Jersey? I mean, it's just this reeks of old school Atlantic City, you know, uh, Nucky Thompson kind of, uh, I'm going to let you pay me a fine rather than me charge you uh, a, a crime. Well, that's the funny part. All of the actual violent uh, crimes that we've overlooked and investigated, the perpetrators never pay any fines. They're given a slap on the wrist and given no jail time and never having to pay any type of fine. And that also includes firearm violations. You know, there's a there's some gangbanger that does a drive-by in Trenton or Camden or Newark or any of our inner cities in New Jersey. Uh, those people are caught. They're given pretrial detention. They're given no jail time uh, because they sympathize with those criminals. But companies like New Frontier that create fantastic products have broken no laws but made an honest mistake by shipping a center capacity magazine to the state of New Jersey now have to pay over $50,000 to the state as a punishment. And that goes to show the exact hypocrisy and double standard we have in this state that this is not about, quote-unquote, common-sense gun laws. This is about banning guns. This is about punishing honest, law-abiding citizens so that they will never be allowed to purchase a firearm again, meaning they make the laws so convoluted they change him so often, nobody can keep up with the laws. You need to have a full-time attorney on retainer just to find out if next week the firearms I have are going to be considered a quote-unquote assault rifle or not. And that's their goal. Their goal is to make sure they make the law so convoluted that you can never comply with them, so therefore you'll be breaking the law and then be automatically and permanently barred from ever owning a gun. And in my opinion, Alexander... The only thing New Frontier Armory did wrong is they allowed themselves to become a victim of what I would consider entrapment. Here is a law enforcement agency making orders that that are illegal to the state laws in which they're in. Yeah. The, yeah, um, this is uh, this, this this just reeks of uh, like Earl said, you know, enticement, entrapment, right there, trying to trying to get them to comply. And I can see how this happens. There's a salesman. Hello. We may have lost them just now. Oh, I just heard. I, I hear somebody now. Hello. See, Alex, are you with us? Uh, can you hear me or no? Oh, I can hear you just fine. It looks like they it, they're supposed to be on the line, but they dropped off. Yeah, I I don't know. I have over. And ladies and gentlemen, it looks like our phones just dropped off. Let's see what we can do. Get this together. Make sure that we can make sure that the arms room radio family understands what's going on here. Hey, I'm back. Welcome back. Yeah, I was figuring what was going on. I don't understand. Yeah, I don't know. I have full reception. I know it wasn't my line. Yeah, I'm waiting on them. They still haven't called back in, Alex. So it looks like this is your time to shine right now. If you want to tell the people and continue the conversation, we could definitely do that. Until they call back. Oh, we're we're live right now. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> oh, okay. Live radio, I baby. Aware of it. <laughs> I was unaware of that. Well, just to, kind of, just to get people a background in the story of New Jersey, 
they make the law so convoluted. There are encyclopedias printed, like by attorneys, explaining the laws. I'm not exaggerating. Books that are two, three, four hundred pages long, explaining New Jersey's gun laws, and that's their goal. We've personally been involved in several criminal cases where individuals were committing violent crimes, murdering people, and they did not have to pay a fifty thousand dollar fine. That their punishment was a slap on the wrist, given uh, probation, uh, you know, like well, whatever it is. And what that really does is that that brings to light uh, the hypocrisy and the double standard, meaning they don't care about common, quote-unquote, common-sense gun laws. They want to do nothing more but go after the individuals that want to be able to exercise their Second Amendment right and disbar them and remove their ability to be able to lawfully purchase firearms. Uh, to give you an example, if you have your firearm unloaded, locked in the trunk of the car with no ammunition, and you come back from the gun range and stop to go get a, a meal or even pick up medication, uh, whatever it may be, anything, you will be charged with an unlawful possession of a firearm because New Jersey's law specifically says that you can only go from your residence, your home, to the gun range and directly back. That's insane. And, th and that's the insanity. People actually go to jail, law-abiding citizens actually go to jail because of this ridiculous law. It's called reasonable deviation. And what they claim is, oh, you know, that's not a reasonable deviation. You should have gone to get fuel before you put the guns in the car and went to the gun range, not on the way. You should have, eaten, you should have consumed something to eat before you went to the gun range, not while you're going there or coming back. And that's the insanity of it. You know, this is, a this is what we live in. And this is what the left wants to do nationwide. So when they ever give you this rhetoric in this lecture of, oh, we just want common sense gun laws, quote unquote. No, they don't. They want to disbar you. They want to prevent you from being able to exercise your constitutional right. In New Jersey, in states like New Jersey, we have no concealed carry. Nobody can conceal carry. And we did an uh, undercover investigation in 2015 and 2016 where we caught politicians having concealed carry permits. We know the judges have concealed carry permits. We know those donors, the people that are heavily connected with the politicians, are getting concealed carry permits. But average law-abiding citizens will never have the ability to be able to exercise that right or ever get a permit because you first have to go through your police chief to sign off on, and then even after they approve it, you have to go to a judge and explain to the judge why you want it and they will never approve it as well, except that's, those that are politically connected or big donors. That's perfect, Alex. Thank you for help, helping me hold down the fort. You know, we're going to make sure we get the guys for next week. Be back next week, same time, Arms Room Radio, and we are out of here. Thank you. Please exercise your Second Amendment rights responsibly. Deltec Sub-2000 semi-automatic rifle is sure to arouse your curiosity, not just because it's foldable and adjustable, but because it can take most popular handgun magazines. So in that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, 
curiosity turns to pure adrenaline. Innovation, performance, Keltec. See more at keltecweapons.com. If you carry concealed, how do you carry your backup magazine? On your belt? Loose in your pocket? Not at all? Snag Mag is the solution. It's the original concealed pocket magazine holster that looks like you're carrying a pocket knife. Concealed in plain sight and designed for a fast reload, you can be confident your backup ammo is exactly where you need it, when you need it. Find your holster today at snagmag.com. That's snagmag.com because there's no such thing as extra ammo.